Hi, I'm Andrew Priestley, and welcome to Manage Your Money. It's episode 26. I can't believe I'm at episode 26. Um, I'm really enjoying chatting about money. If this is the first time that you've heard this podcast, um, you can scroll back to episode one. Do you need to start at episode one? No, not really. Just start wherever you are. Just dip into uh, wherever. Just scroll up and down and dip into an episode and pick up the thread. Okay. Um, but I've been talking about limiting beliefs around money and I've talked about when we're a child we write some mental software and it's based on you know uh, what we saw our parents doing and and what we heard on you know TV and what we learned from shops and banks and you know so when we're kids we write this little mental software on how money works and in most cases when I talk to people you haven't upgraded that software for a long long time and I mentioned two uh, coaches, Fanny Snaith in the UK and uh, Karen Sutton-Johall, who's written a great book called The Four Money Mindsets. It's worth looking on on Amazon. And in Australia, Josh Blakely, my good friend Josh Blakely down there, who's just, you know, there's three coaches I can think of off the top of my head who all of them go into your money story. They all dip back into it, right? But I run into people who believe there's absolutely nothing they can do about their situation. You know, they're they're a total victim to their situation. You know, I don't have any money, I never will have any money, I can't manage my money, I'm no good at managing money. They stick to the story. They stick to this script, right? And they believe there's nothing they can do to change the situation, right? And it's like their trapdoor. It's what I call a trapdoor. It's their get out of it's. It's their, you know, don't hold me responsible, uh, because it's. And usually their argument is a circular loop. It's, it's. Uh, I say to people, well, you know, you can change the way you think about money and change your behaviours. Yeah, but I'm no good at managing money. Can you see how that's circular, right? But if that sounds like you, then I want you to understand that you're highly committed to that option. You are committed. Right, And this is what a lot of people don't understand. They say, well, I'm no good at managing money. Understand you're committed to that option. And you can be equally as committed to the option, I'm good at managing my money. But once you commit to the option, I'm no good at managing my money, well, understand that you have now got an excuse for why you've got no money and why you're no good at managing money. You've got an excuse. So there's no point even bothering to try to manage your money wisely, right? And we all act on what we believe to be true. We act in accordance with what we believe to be true. So if you believe you're hopeless with money, then you just learn to accept that there'll always be more month than money. If you heard that expression, I've got more month than money. So in other words, you run out of money before the end of the month, right? And then you'll procrastinate and you'll abdicate responsibility. And you promise yourself to sort it out one day and that things will be better as soon as you get a pay rise or a new job or you win the lottery or an inheritance. right? Um, and I know people who live for Friday night Euro millions, you know, and they think, you know, 
Tonight, I'm going to win $133 million on the lottery jackpot. You know, they believe in the tooth fairy and the luck genie. And that's their backup plan. Right? So they think the way I'm going to sort out my money issues is if I win it. And by the way, most people who win the lottery are broke within 18 months, believe it or not. There's a tsunami of research that shows that, that that's exactly what happens. Because while their financial circumstances change, their attitudes and their thinking and their behaviours and money software don't. So most winners spend millions or give it away to family and friends. Very few invest and most end up in more debt. So wealth coach Karen Sutton Johal understands debt better than anyone I know. Right? And in her book, The Four Money Mindsets, she talks about her childhood and how her childhood was essentially one of financial of it was essentially one financial disaster after another. And that inspired her to become a debt advisor. Can you see the link there? She didn't just say, okay, well, I'm giving up. You know, I'm no good with money. My family no good at money. We've come through one financial disaster the next. I think I'll just give up and I'll just keep repeating that pattern of having more financial disasters. No, that inspired her to understand money and become, and she eventually became a debt advisor. But she noticed that people who get out of debt usually will go straight back into debt because they don't change their money mindset. That's her big observation, right? So she'll get them out of debt and six months later they're back in debt because while she changed the finances, um, they didn't change their mindset about finances. And the great news is, is you can change your mindset. And this podcast, I hope, is helping you do that slowly, bit by bit. You've got to work on it a little bit at a time. So a wealth coach will certainly challenge your current beliefs and your mindset. And in most cases, once you change the mindset, then you start managing your money better. But you can take a simple thing like a statement like, um, even if it's not true, just say, I'm good at managing my money. I'm good at managing my money. Just a little affirmation like that. right? Because even something like that just sends a little, bra- little message to the brain, oh, okay, we're good at managing money. Um, but if you say things like, I can't get my head around money, or I can't learn this, or I'm no good at this, I'm no good at budgeting, a wealth coach is going to ask you because to check if your reasons are legitimate or self-imposed old software. Money-saving expert Martin Lewis, and I'll throw you, if you're in the UK, everyone knows Martin Lewis, you know, great TV show, great book. He says that improving your finances might be as simple as challenging the most basic of long-held beliefs, such as stay loyal to your existing suppliers. So he says managing your money is getting smart about who your suppliers are. So if you've been with the same electricity supplier forever, he said there's guaranteed a better deal out there for you, right? As one wealth coach put it, Money isn't just about having a head full of fi- a head for figures. It's about understanding your beliefs and your behaviours and the unconscious inheritance you've received from people and events in your past. It's about understanding your beliefs and your behaviours and the unconscious inheritance you've received from people and events in the past. That's what we're playing with.
See you in the next episode.